0: Have you ever done something crazy, something you had second thoughts about even while you were in the process of doing it? You talked about it out loud to make it real, but something inside of you still said, you must be joking. That's how I felt the night I stopped taking birth control and prayed the same prayer Jesus prayed in the Garden of Gethsemane. Lord, if you would, please take this cup from me, yet not my will but yours be done. In my new book, Walking on Water, a 21-day Devotion on faith, I share my journey through an unplanned pregnancy and how the lessons I learned over the course of nine months will help both you and I to do bold and scary things. You can get your copy of this new book today by going to blackgirlsofpurpose.org forward slash shop forward slash faith. And as a reward for being a part of our Black Girls of Purpose community, you can get your book shipped for free. All you have to do is enter coupon code BGWP. Walking fearlessly in the direction of your dreams. Always using your magic and the light to so don't make your own way and deliver so up with your purpose. I am loyalty. purpose peeps welcome back to the black girls with purpose podcast I'm your host Brianna Lightfoot Smith and if you've been part of our community for a bit then you know that I wasn't supposed to come back on here until August which is ironic because next week I'll actually be doing episodes in rewind I'll tell you a little bit about that at the end but I really felt pressed almost to share something I've been dealing with the past couple weeks I actually shared it on the Instagram live Bible study last week and I asked the people who are a part of our community if they thought that I should share it here and I got a thumbs up so here I am Um, but the summary of what we're going to talk about today is about the importance of rest I am coming off of a three to four day potty training boot camp with my son Jaden and as a part of this process that is encouraged by author brandy buck so shout out to her if y'all know her tag her on our instagram page or maybe we'll shout her out on our instagram page but the method that she suggested involved unplugging for those three days so not trying to work from home not trying to check a bunch of emails not checking your phone for more than 15 to 30 seconds at a time and that really gave me the space to really focus on Jaden, which was a huge blessing. I mean, I didn't realize how double-minded that I've been in the past where, yeah, okay, I'm, I'm playing with him, but I'm thinking, okay, I need to send out that email. I need to talk to that person about the sponsorship. I need to post on our social media page, all these different things. And it really gave me a new perspective because I received so many ideas and revelations last week as I was unplugged and kind of just focusing my energy on potty training and I really want to have that same kind of focus over the next four weeks so I am going to be doing an episodes and rewind series I said I was going to talk about at the end of the episode I guess I'll just talk about it now but I'm going to go into our Black Girls of Purpose vault and pull out Some of our favorite episodes since we first started, you who are new to our community, we've actually been around since September of 2018, and I cannot believe we're about to make our one year anniversary. But I think that being intentional, sharing out those episodes, and then taking this time to rest and reflect is going to be really beneficial, not just for me, but for all of you, because there are so many things that God has given me the desire to do, and I need him to tell me how. And, I, and because I need him to tell me how, I need to automate as much as I can so that I am able to really tune in. So I'm excited about it, um, honestly, because even as I went back and listened to some of the episodes that I'm going to be republishing, I got encouraged in hearing the growth that we've experienced since 2018. And so I am going to record today's episode, the bonus episode. I'll also do our monthly review this week. And then... Y'all will be hearing our episodes in Rewind series. I think it's really going to bless you. I pray if you've heard the episodes before, that it'll just be a nice refresher course, if you will. And that you'll also share it with somebody. If you're a part of our community, I consider you a brand ambassador. I really do. And I hope that... Anytime you receive something, you're going out and telling somebody about it. Not for me, but for God's glory, saying, hey, you know, did you know this was in the Bible? I didn't even know God talked about this. So I'm pumped, as I always am, with y'all. Y'all know me. And uh, with all of that said, let's get into the episode for this week. So today we're talking about resting. We're coming out of Isaiah chapter 30 verse 15 and it says for the Lord your God the Holy One of Israel has said you will be delivered by returning and resting your strength will lie in quiet confidence but you are not willing I want to preface this episode by saying I am not advocating for laziness we must always be intentional about what we do but what I am saying is that we have to trust God with everything that we put our Feet to the ground we do the work and then we have to believe that he's going to bring out the outcome that he has predestined for us before we even lived and i know that i have to constantly remind myself of this so a little bit of background for this passage of scripture in isaiah chapter 30 verse 15 the prophet isaiah is delivering a message to the israelites who who have relied on their own strength in a time of upheaval and uncertainty instead of looking to the lord for protection they look to egypt Isaiah chapter 30 verse 1 reads, "Woe to the rebellious children! This is the Lord's declaration: They carry out a plan, but not mine. They make an alliance, but against my will, piling sin on top of sin. They set out to go down to Egypt without asking for my direction, to take refuge in the protection of Pharaoh, and to seek shelter in the shadow of Egypt." The irony of this is, that Israelites look for protection from the place that kept them bound from before. And we'll get more into that in a bit. But I feel like the Holy Spirit is telling me to pray. So let me pray real quick. Uh, dear God, thank you for this day. Thank you for waking us up this morning and starting us on our way, Lord. Thank you for your mercy. Thank you for your peace. Thank you for continuing to mold us and shape us into who you created us to be. Lord God, thank you for the season of transition that so many of us are in, Lord God. People who are listening, Lord, that they may be shifting to a new job, may be shifting uh, and expanding their family. They may be shifting to new opportunities, new city, Lord, whatever the case may be. I just thank you for them and for their unique ministries. Lord God, I pray that they would get whatever insight that they need to get from this episode so Lord and I pray that your Holy Spirit will also speak to me and I know that as I live these things I teach them and and I just pray that they are going to be a blessing to somebody Lord I love you and I praise you and thank you for all that you're doing right now and all that You continue to do in and around and through me it's in Jesus precious name I pray amen so I said today's episode is about resting and I just gave you a little bit of background about the Israelites who are being spoken to by the prophet Isaiah in this passage of scripture now Isaiah is, through by God's instruction, he is basically chastising the people of Israel because they have a time, which is really typical for them, right? It's like this cycle where they're trusting God and they're like, oh my gosh, Lord, you're never going to let me down. And then things don't look the way they expect. And they're like, oh God, you have forsaken us. What's going on here? Why do we even leave Egypt? And so in this particular passage of scripture, they get so pressed that they actually make an alliance with Egypt and they plan to go to Egypt for protection what is so silly about this is Egypt is the place where they were bound, and they were slaves so they go to the place where they worked as slaves for protection from Pharaoh who we know that the Pharaoh that's in place at this point is not the Pharaoh that had them bound because we that Pharaoh passed away in the Red Sea and check out Exodus if you want to read more of that story but I Thought it was just so ironic that they went to the very place that God delivered them from to try and find protection. And as I looked at this passage of scripture, God told me this could be you, Bri, that if y'all listen to our Sabbath and self-care series, you know, God has had me rest for it's actually going to be a year in September which is nuts to me he told me to stop working last year I just didn't have the grace for it anymore things that I once enjoyed felt like a grind as Shea Bynes would say and I just took that to God and was like what is the deal and I really felt led to take the time and be a stay-at-home mom and a stay-at-home wife and I told my husband I said I don't really think I want to work anymore um I just want to be home with the kids and He said, he wasn't happy at first, but eventually he was like, do what you want, Brianna. And then I told my parents about it. And they said, well, why would God give you this business just for you to walk away from it? And I thought the same thing. I was like, oh, yeah, that's true. That doesn't make sense. So I tried to pick it back up again, tried to hire people to help me get clients. And it was just a dry place. It was a desert in there, y'all. I could not get one person to work with my company Brands by Brie And I just thought to myself, God, like what is happening? And he said, I wasn't playing. I said, stop working. And so, like I said, we're approaching a year in September of me not bringing any substantial income into my household. My husband's been the one working and he, that has been such a blessing because it's freed me up to work on ministry. And I know that's another reason why God had me pull away from working because he said, I need you in this season to focus on me. I need you to sit at my feet. I need you to pour into to your family. I need you to take care of yourself during the end of this pregnancy. And now my son's going to be five months next week as of the publication of this podcast. And so I really did. That's what I did. I focused on God. I focused on what what he would have for me. And even at the beginning of this year, in January, I remember one of my friends asking me, what are your goals for this year? And I told her I didn't have any. And as someone who's been so goal-driven and focused on the future, that was a strange place for me. But I understood that God was trying to prune me of some things, even selfish ambition and making sure that when I planned, I was planning with him, not apart from him, not saying, hey, this is what I'm gonna do. You need to bless it, but saying, God, I don't have anything in my hands. I don't know what direction you want me to take. So I need you to make it crystal clear to me. And now clearly as indicated by this break that I'm about to take over the next four weeks, he's given me more vision than I know what to do with. But I believe it's because... after all the time spent at his feet, he says, okay, now I can trust you with some things. You've been faithful over a few things and now I'm going to make you rule over many things. And I have seen in this period of resting that God has taught me really three things. He has taught me how to endure. He has taught me how to commit. And he has taught me how to have patience and if you watched the bible study last week you know that i said that i felt like god was testing these areas he was testing my endurance he was testing my allegiance and he was testing my patience and when i look at those three things the first thing when i look at the endurance what i feel like god was asking me is are you going to stop at the first sign of trouble or are you going to keep running and i think about black girls of purpose and the Things we've been trying to build over the past several months, several weeks. Y'all know that we are trying to build a sponsorship team, that I have these t shirts that I've launched, that I have my new book, Walking on Water 21 Day Devotion on Faith. All of these things are available for people to purchase or get involved with, and no one's really buying. I've sold a couple shirts, I sold one book, and while that could be frustrating, I get excited. I do. I. I, There are moments where I'm like, God, okay, what's the point? But then I get excited again because my dad told me. He said, Bree, if you can sell one book, then you can sell a hundred. If if even one person is interested in the T-shirt design that I have, then okay, that means ten people are probably interested, and ten people are interested, then a hundred people are interested. And so I feel like God's been testing my endurance and saying, Okay, even if it doesn't look like what you expect, are you going to keep following me, or are you going to give up because you're like, Okay, God, this isn't producing anything. And I'm reminded of the book Grace Over Grind by Shay Bynes, who I shouted out earlier. She is the uh, chief fire igniter, I believe is her title, over at Kingdom Driven Entrepreneur. And she said that a sign that you are grinding instead of operating in grace is that you are trying to launch a bunch of businesses without even one of them producing fruit yet. Like you're just like, okay, I'm gonna start this business, and that one doesn't make money fast enough. So you say, okay, I'm gonna start this business. And people say, oh, I'm a serial entrepreneur. And she talked about this on another podcast episode, but we we call ourselves serial entrepreneurs. And a lot of us, it's like, that's not something that we should brag about because it really just shows that we're impatient. That if things don't produce as fast as they should in our eyes, then we like, okay, I'm on to the next thing because clearly this is not it. And that's just not, that's not God's character if you think about it. He's not the kind of God who's like, okay, this isn't producing enough fruit, so I'm moving on. And honestly, if he was, then we wouldn't have any kind of space in the kingdom of heaven. Because he would say, hey, this is what I want you to do. And we would go and do the opposite thing. And then he'd be like, well, okay, I'm done with you because you're not doing what I need you to do. But I'm so thankful that he's not like that. And if we as followers of Christ are trying to become more like him, then we have to start learning how to practice faithfulness. We have to start learning what it looks like to get up and do the work again and again and again and just trust that God's going to bring the increase when he's predestined. That it's not about our timing because we don't know what lies ahead. And so I think that that has just been a huge blessing that I'm learning when it comes to endurance. Now, the second thing that he has been testing is teaching me is allegiance. Will I be hidden in him or will I try and leap out and do my own thing? And that kind of ties in with what I was just saying, that if you know that God has told you start the YouTube channel or write the book or launch the nonprofit, are you going to stick with that thing? Are you going to be uh, loyal to that vision that he's given you? Or are you going to say, oh, God, I know what you told me, but this is what makes money. I know what you told me, but this is what my family says I should be doing. I know what you told me, but this is what feels better. This is what looks better. And I shared with my parents a couple of weeks ago, y'all, Black Girls of Purpose was not something I was trying to do. I wanted to work for Essence Magazine. I wanted the corner office in Atlanta, Georgia. Uh, I told my mom I wanted to be real cute, have the nice suits, Like, that was going to be me. But God had other plans, and I had an option. I did. I had a choice. I could say, well, Lord, no, I'm not going to do that. And, and even when he changed my heart's desire and made it so I didn't desire to work for Essence anymore, he still didn't tell me what he wanted me to do. He didn't say, hey, stop pursuing this essence career so that i can give you this girls organization or this women's organization he just told me to stop and so i said okay well what am i supposed to do because i've been pursuing this for like 18 years so and now you're telling me not to do it so what am i supposed to do next and he didn't tell me he just opened up an opportunity for me to serve at city with city year in new orleans and as i worked in City I started working with teenagers and then I got involved at Franklin Avenue Baptist Church and was working in their youth ministry. And as I worked in their youth ministry, I was having conversations with teens and the conversation I was having with them and the conversations I was having with my girls at the school that I was working at just led me to think, you know what? We need to talk about like self-love and self-care. And so I wrote an article for Sessy Magazine. And when I wrote the article for Sessy Magazine, God said, this is a book. And I said, okay, well, what's it called? And he said, The Black Girl's Guide to Living on Purpose. And I said, what, Lord? That's kind of controversial. You know, everybody's going to say, well, why is it got to be The Black Girl's Guide to Living on Purpose? Why can't it be everybody's? And I just what, really wasn't trying to have that. But he said, you know what? This is me. This is my vision that I'm giving you. So you, I will worry about the naysayers. You just do what I've told you to do. So a lot of y'all are being tested in your allegiance too, where God is saying, hey, this is what I've given you. And you're like, oh, Lord, that doesn't make sense. No, my mom's not gonna support that. My husband's not gonna support that. And y'all, let me make this caveat. This is not a girl, bump your husband, do what you need to do. This is not that. I am never going to advocate for you usurping the authority of your headship to do your own thing. But what I have seen is, especially in my own life, is that if this is what God's calling you to do, then God will mark, work on your husband. Like with this whole Black Girls of Purpose, Unity Queens, me pursuing full-time ministry, I told my husband last year, I said, I really feel like we need to move to Dallas. And he said, okay. And I and I said, I feel like we need to move like soon. And, he, and so I said, you pray about it. You let me know. He thought April initially. So I said, oh, April. I said, okay, God, if that's what you're telling him, then I guess that's what it'll be. And I went to sleep that night and I woke up the next morning and God said, no, now you need, to work. you need to go now. And so I told Jordan, I said, I feel like God's saying we need to go now. But again, you pray about it. Within 24 hours, my husband said, okay, we can move, but we need to make a plan. And so God worked on him. I didn't have to say, well, this is what I know I hear from the Lord and you need to listen to me because I hear from the, you don't have to do all that. You just present the idea, present the opportunity and trust that if it's from the Lord, then God is also going to tell your husband what he has told you. So I guess that's just an aside, but he wants to make sure that we are in alignment with him. And I feel like that's why he will test our allegiance, because things are going to get tricky as your territory increases, as it gets larger and larger. Things are going to get a little bit sticky where you're going to have a lot of options. And he's going to say, "Okay, I know that pays more quicker, but this is what I'm telling you to do. Are you going to stick with me? And I know that he's done that even with Black Girls of Purpose as early as a few weeks ago, that I was creating this strategy for these events that I wanted to host and these masterclasses I wanted to host. And God says, stop. I said, well, what? But I, I this is what you've given me. He told me to stop. I did. I prayed and fasted for a for, for, a few days maybe five days and he gave me so much clarity and he said okay this is getting taken away this is getting added this is how I want you to do this and so it again it's a test of my allegiance because I could say oh this isn't working but I'm gonna keep grinding until I figure it out instead I was willing to stop and take a step back and say God what is it that you're trying to tell me because if you're not going I don't want to go and that's where God wants a lot of you who are listening to me where you say God I know it doesn't make sense but if you're not going I don't want to go or god i know this is where the income seems to be but if you're not going i don't want to go i'm trusting that even though i'm giving up this five figure salary you're going to give me a six figure salary or even though i'm 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 walking away from corporate america to serve in the mission field you are always going to supply for my needs that's the kind of stuff that god is testing especially if you feel like you're in a season of transitioning Now, the last thing that I noticed that God is is telling me and has been testing me and he's been testing my patience. Will I wait on him or will I get so anxious that I jump out of the boat and make my own plans? And I just love how he's building on all of this because all of this still comes back to a devotion to him. Isaiah chapter 40, verse 31 says, they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary and they shall walk and not faint. And as I meditate on that scripture, there are a few things that stand out to me. When it says they shall mount up with wings as eagles, that means that I'm going to be rising above the rest. That you're going to rise above the rest. That it may seem like you're in the lowly place right now, but eventually you will be exalted. That's what scripture says. It says, humble yourself before the Lord that you may be exalted. And so even though it doesn't look like it right now, even though it seems like you're losing, like you're on the losing team, God's like, just stick with me. Just stay loyal to me. Just endure with me. Just be patient. Wait on me. And I trust, oh, my girl, it's going to be so good. You're going to be so happy that you waited. You're going to be like, God, what else can I wait on you for? Because this is legit. And I, I'm excited for that to be my my testimony and my experience. But, y'all, I am in a place now where I'm like, God, <laughs> it's been two and a half years. Two and a half years since I had my son. Two and a half years since I really surrendered my will to his because that's what the whole book walking on wire 21 day devotion on faith is about it's just how i surrendered my plans for god for god's plans and said god i wasn't planning a pregnancy but if that's what you want then that must be the best option for me and i was telling one of my friends a couple of my friends actually that god convicted me because i'd been getting really short with my son jaden like Everything he did was irritating me. And gosh, show me, he said, you think he's an interruption. Not just in your day-to-day things, like, oh, dang, I gotta go get him a snack, or oh, man, you need a nap, so I have to change you. And now he's potty trained, so hey, fewer things to change and fewer things to do, but anyway. He said, you think that he's an interruption in your life, that if he hadn't been born when he was born, if he had been born later, then you would be in a better place. You'd be farther in your career. And you would have all of this stuff, whatever you felt like you were supposed to have. He said, "Not so. If you're gonna have an attitude with anybody, you need to have an attitude with me because I'm the one who allowed you to get pregnant." And I was like, "What, Lord? Is that is that really how I'm viewing?" this relationship with him is as, as an inconvenience and I just I was so convicted because I said God I don't want my son to feel like he's a burden I want him to know he's a blessing he is one of the best things that's ever happened to me I learned more about God through my son than really anything I mean outside of reading the word for myself Jaden teaches me so many lessons about what it means to be a loving parent and and God's faithfulness and and his provision and so many things. And so I can't I can't negate that. I can't negate that blessing. But he was right. I have been looking at Jaden through this corrupted view. And I believe that that was a lie. The enemy told me, yeah, if he wasn't here, then you would be at Essence Magazine, or you would be that, that speaker that's at everybody's conference. And, and God's like, no, everything I want to do through you, I'm still gonna do with Jaden and Jonathan. Like I didn't even expect a second baby. And, and, and it's funny because when John came, I had already been surrendered to God in terms of our fertility. So I don't, I didn't look at him the same way. I wasn't like, oh man, you weren't playing for it. I was just saying, well, at this point, I don't make plans in that area. I know what I would like I know what I feel like would work for me but I surrender all of that to God and say God you know what I would love a three-year break between these babies especially because they're these are two boys and they are going to keep me busy but if you decide that we need to have more babies now okay I'm not sure how that gonna work but I didn't know how the first one was gonna work y'all when I tell y'all I got pregnant pregnant with Jaden and didn't we didn't when I when we when we actually had him neither my son my my son neither me or my husband were working traditional jobs we didn't really have any money but God provided all our needs and we didn't have to buy anything for Jaden, and whether it was clothes or diapers or food we didn't buy anything for him until he was a year old and I'm not kidding people would just bless us with things they would just bless us with things because he was, I feel like he told me, girl, I know this wasn't part of your plan. So let me, Hey, 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 I'm gonna take care of this one. I'm gonna take care. And he takes care of our children, right? Even if we plan for them, he's still the one who's providing for them. But I want to encourage anybody who's listening. If you have a baby that you did not plan for, or a bill that you didn't expect to come in the mail, if, if it's God's will, he'll foot the bill. Now, if you got a credit card bill that came in the mail that you weren't expecting, guess what, baby? You don't have to pay that credit card bill because God didn't tell you to do that. But if something that you're leaping out in faith to do is all him, you he, he told you to do a conference, to plan a conference. And you said, God, well, with what money? I am speaking from experience. He will provide for your needs. And it may not be in ways you were expecting. When I did the Black Girls of Purpose conference back in 2017, I thought for sure we were going to sell out. I told people that. I was emailing our email list and I love anyone who's listening who's a uh, subscriber and you can join our email list by going to blackgirlsofpurpose.org join. But anyone who's an email subscriber, y'all know me. Y'all know I'd be like, this is what the Lord said. Thus saith the Lord. We're going to sell out. Hurry, get your tickets. When I tell you in terms of people who had bought tickets that were planning on coming, it was maybe 15 and selling out would have been 200. <laughs> but when I also tell you that all the money that needed to be paid was paid not not by the time the conference ended when the conference ended we still owed some money but by the end of the year when we had to pay all of our invoices everything was paid it was paid because it was God's vision and I'm in the process of writing another book and As I was journaling about it the other day, God said the vision is for victory. And I know that didn't come from me. I think Mike Todd said that in one of his sermon series. But you have to believe if God is giving you the vision, that he is going to allow you to succeed. You have to be patient, though, in the timing. And I know this applies to me because I see a vision and I think it's supposed to happen immediately. And now I'm learning, okay, God, you showed me this so that I can know where I'm headed but not because I'm supposed to be there right now. So even with our pilot program with Unity Queens, I have so many ideas, but he said, okay, do not despise small beginnings. You can't do the full Monty right now. Let's just start with this. Okay, you can't be at all the events right now because you don't have the branded material yet. Okay, let's just start with networking. Let's just get some simple boots on the ground and telling people about your programming. Let's just start with that. Even with our volunteer application and everything, I wanted that to be on our website. I wanted people to be able to fill that out directly on our website, and our website's just not done yet. So I said, okay, girl, guess what we're about to do? Google Forms, that's what we're about to do. And what I've noticed, y'all, is that we are usually the people who are more consumed with how things look. Where we're like, oh, man, you know, I told people we were gonna have it out by this time, or, oh, you know, I need this kind of product if I'm gonna do this. Guy said, girl, can you just get started? with what I told you to do. And if you need more, I will give it to you. So if you're in a period where you're resting or you have just come in, come out of a season of rest, then I feel like the things that God taught me, is teaching me, are the same things that apply to you. He wants us to endure. He wants us to have our allegiance to him. And he wants to make sure that we are patient, that we will wait no matter what it looks like on the outside. Because his wait is worth it. Waiting time is not wasted time. I am grateful for everything, everything that I've been through through the past two and a half years. Has it been a struggle? Oh yeah. <laughs> Has it been challenging? Yep. Have I yelled out and cried out to God? Uh, So much. <laughs> it's probably why my voice is raspy right now. I was crying out to God a couple, like at the end of last week. Because every time I think that breakthrough is here, he said, nope, another lap, Nope, keep going, keep going. You're almost there, but you don't know that. Just keep going, just keep going. Follow me, follow me, give this up. Start that, stop, make this packet, don't. And I'm just, all I can say is yes. I mean, I can say no too, but my heart is so sold out to God now that even when I say no, I'm like, "Okay, god, never mind. I'm I'm back. I'm back. I'm back. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I was trying to be rebellious. It don't even feel good anymore. What do you need me to do?" Okay, email that person they don't even know me, but sure, I'll send the email. Call that person up, cool. Barter these services, all right. <laughs> Make that Just 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 everything he tells me. I said, "Okay. All right. Let's go." I don't understand it, but the first instruction that you gave Abraham was go. And you gave further instructions after that. And so that's where I'm at, y'all. And that's why I'm going to be taking this time over the next few weeks to just really hone in on what God's given me to have the meetings, to write out the material, the content, all these different things. And I'm trusting that as I take these steps in obedience and faith that God is going to bless me along the way. So I pray that this episode blessed, blessed, (laughs) y'all. Sorry, I'm running off of very little sleep, Uh, but I pray that this episode, which is ironic, right? Since we're talking about rest, but I pray that this episode blessed you. I pray that you will share it with somebody in your community. Uh, If you feel like you've been waiting for too long, then I want to encourage you with our verse of the week and our song of the week. So our verse of the week is Psalm chapter 27, 27. Verses 13 through 14, it says, I am certain that I will see the Lord's goodness in the land of the living. Wait for the Lord. Be strong and courageous. Wait for the Lord. And then the song of the week is Yes and Amen by House Fires. It's just good. It's just a good song, y'all. And I love the part of the song that says, faithful you are, faithful forever you will be. All your promises are yes and amen. If you don't say anything else to yourself over the course of your waiting, just say that. All your promises are yes and amen. Anytime I find myself getting frustrated, I say God is not a man that he should lie or the son of man that he should change his mind. He is a faithful God who keeps his covenant promises to a thousand generations and all his promises are yes and amen. So I pray you're blessed by this episode for this week. Please subscribe to our email list if you're not already by going to blackgirlsofpurpose.org slash join. Also, if you want to get a faith tee, uh, it says for we walk by faith and not by sight, then you can go to blackgirlsofpurpose.org forward slash shop. And you can check that out. The sh- the t-shirt is $25 but I will ship it for free if you enter coupon code BGWP and then lastly follow us on Instagram at the black girls oh okay I just gave myself away yes we're gonna be changing our Instagram handle uh, to at the black girl with purpose so if you are listening to this the week of July the week of our publishing then you can follow at black girls of purpose but as of Next week in August, it's going to be at the Black Girl with Purpose, okay? Which shows we have some shifts that are happening, but I can't tell y'all everything. I'm going on this little season of rest, and I'm excited to come back to y'all in September with all of the goodies that God's been giving me. So I love y'all so much. I'll be praying for you. Uh, Feel free to direct message our Instagram page with your prayer requests. Again, if you're listening the week of July 28th, then you can do that at the at black girls of purpose and if you're listening to this anytime after that then you can follow us at the black girl with purpose and, and email me or direct message me your prayer request but i thank y'all so much for listening to this podcast i did it just straight y'all i did not edit this or anything so please excuse any kind of funkiness you may hear if i was stuttering i just gave it straight for my heart um, but i wanted to make sure i got this bonus episode to you and i pray that you have a fantastic week Y'all, God is up to something incredible. So make sure you keep listening.